Hello, fellow freaks. I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom. No bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has moved you in some small way, please take a few seconds to share this podcast with someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's plug in. This one action will make you 10 times richer, and it's backed by science. Yeah. Who doesn't want to become filthy rich? Rich means different things to different people. Maybe you want to stack zeros in your bank account so you can snort cocaine off a hooker's ass in a $10,000 suit like Jordan Belfort. For me, I visualize a more peaceful, wealthy life. Keeping things simple while using the money to create cool experiences for myself, my family, and my friends. Although I suspect my inner Jordan Belfort may surface on a few occasions. So how do you become filthy rich? If you didn't inherit your fortune, the answer is complicated, and it depends on the path you've chosen. For you, the listener, I can guarantee that your path to wealth involves hard work, resilience, and taking advantage of a little bit of luck at the right time. And at this point, you're probably thinking, yeah, I already knew that, you fucking idiot. Tell me something I don't know. Hard work is a given. But there's one thing you probably don't know because statistically, you probably are not doing it. According to a Harvard business study, there is one action that only 3% of people take that has a tremendous impact on future wealth accumulation. And that action is... Writing down your goals. Yeah. Writing down your motherfucking goals. According to this study, 3% of the Harvard MBA students in this study wrote down their goals. 13% think of their goals and don't write them down. 84% had no goals. Which for those 84, 84% of people, that's a lot of people not to have goals. That's fucking absurd. But the, for those 3%, only 3% for this uh, sample for the Harvard Business Study for Harvard MBA students, 3% of people wrote down their goals. That's fucking only 3 people out of 100. 3 out of a fucking 100, yeah. <laughs> I can do that math. Isn't that amazing? Um, 3%. So right away, just by writing your goals down without even optimizing for them, before, before even writing, uh, b- before doing anything, when you write down your goals, you are ahead of 97% of people in the population. That's before you optimize for them. That's before you even start taking actions necessary to achieve those goals. Writing them down separates you from 97% of people. The interesting thing is that researchers followed this group of Harvard MBA students for 10 years. And you're probably thinking, okay, how did how does this affect wealth? How does this affect becoming richer? And I'm going to tell you. The 3% of Harvard MBA students 
who wrote down their goals were earning on average 10 times more than the 97% of people who did not write down their goals. I'm going to say that one more time just in case that didn't sink in. The 3% of people who wrote down their goals were earning on average 10 times more than the 97% of people who did not write down their goals. 10 times more wealth accumulation for, or 10 times more earning salary-wise than the 97% who did not write down their goals. And as a byproduct, most likely accumulating much more wealth than people who didn't write down their goals were the people who did. And so right there, that should be your motivation to, if you're not already doing it, if you haven't made your New Year's resolutions, to write down your goals. And I know writing down your goals is very broad, so I'm going to get into specifically what that has meant for me. Everyone is different in how they track their goals, how they plan out their goals, even how they write them down. First, before I get into how I use goals, I'm going to get into why you should write down your goals. So besides the fact that studies, at least this study showed that you are likely to earn 10 times more than your counterparts who do not write down their goals. And again, that is a study that is a small sample size that is not necessarily true across the board, but it is with Harvard MBA students who are, I assume, extremely motivated if you were able to get into Harvard, not to say that if you went to another college that is not Harvard, which is me, that you're not motivated it seems like Harvard in the study, they were selecting for people in Harvard MBA program, which are probably pretty fucking motivated people. And it shows that even at the upper echelon of motivation and discipline that this may be true. So maybe it's even more drastic as you get out of the Ivy League into the more general population. Maybe it's even more than 10 times if you write down your goals. So who knows? But this that is the... Uh, recorded results from the study. So why you should write down your goals. Besides getting 10 times richer, it makes you more likely to stick to your goals. There's something about writing it down that makes it more true and that holds it to you in a more solid way than if you just said it or thought it. I think there are multiple levels to things. I, I think when I when I really internalize something, it's when I think it, when I write it down, and then when I say it out loud. Those three things combined, thinking something through, then writing it down, and then saying it out loud, for whatever reason, I don't fully understand it yet. I'm sure there's some sort of chemical process going on in my brain that when I write something down and I say it out loud, it doesn't... I feel more called to fulfilling that purpose. I don't let myself slip as much. I don't I don't give myself as much leeway because I want to be true to my word and maybe there's some sort of evolutionary uh evolutionary advantage to keeping your word so that people trust you, you trust you're able to keep your word, other people trust you more and so you're more likely to survive. Maybe there's some evolutionary thing in in terms of keeping our word and why we will survive more. I'm not sure, but I do know in my own life that the things I've written down are the things that I follow more solidly. I'm more intertwined with those goals. When I just think it or when I just say it, it doesn't have the same effect for me. It's that trifecta of thinking it, writing it down, and saying it out loud. 
The second reason you should write down your goals is think about walking through life without a goal, without a course of action. It's like you're launching a rocket into space without a fucking GPS. It's like you're driving a, no matter you know how much work you're putting in, maybe you have a massive engine. Maybe you're, it's like you're driving a supercar down the highway and not knowing where you're going, which can be great at times. Sometimes you just need to get away and you don't need to know exactly where you're going and you're being more spontaneous. With goal setting, though, you need to have a direction in order to correctly channel that energy, that work, those actions that you're putting in every day on a daily business, daily, uh, daily, uh, just daily, every day. And you need a place to direct that energy and you can readjust that place, but it does help to have a direction, have a GPS, have a guide. And the other thing is, think about it like this. If you can't take 20 minutes to think about a goal and another 30 seconds to write it down, how are you going to put in the hundreds of thousands of hours necessary to achieve that goal? Maybe it'll take you 10 years, if you longer. If you can't put in the effort to think and write and speak your goals into existence, how the fuck are you going to ever expect yourself to achieve those things? That's the easiest part. And it's great because according to research, this is the part that separates you. It's easy. It's simple. And not a lot of people do it. Now, there is writing down your goals and then there's actually putting in the work to achieve those goals. So how do I use goals? How do I write them down? What does it look like for me? This is not an end-all be-all. I'm not saying you have to do this in order to be successful. I, I, I'm always looking to experiment and change my process and habit. For me, this is what I do. I, I write down my goals and I also track habits along with my goals. So for example, I wrote down my goal for the Ox podcast by the end of 2021. I want to have a hundred K downloads per episode. I want to have a hundred thousand downloads per episode. And I'm a long way from that right now. In addition to the hundred thousand downloads per episode goal, I also have a habit attached to it, which is I will record a podcast on average every day in 2021, which means that when 2021 is over, I will I will have recorded 365 podcasts for the aux. Maybe some weekends. I am going to be away and I don't want to record. So maybe I record two or three episodes on one day and then I release them on the weekend. Maybe some weeks I record one a day. It doesn't have to be every single day, but it does have to be an average of 365. It does have to be an average of every day by the end of 2021. So along with that goal, I have a habit that I have to record a podcast. And notice I didn't say I have to record a good podcast. I just have to record a podcast, the the best one that I can put out that day. Forcing myself to record a the best podcast of my life, a great podcast every day, is a great way to psych yourself out of achieving your goals because not everything you do is going to be great. And I'm not even the one to say whether a podcast is great. It's the people who listen. It's the people who take things away from it or don't take things away from it. The only thing I can do is make an episode to the best of my ability and release it out into the world for it to do or help or give insights, hopefully, to whoever it does. And, that, and that's the way 
that I go about it. I will re- record a podcast. Whatever it is, I just have to open my mouth and speak on average once a day, record it, upload it. And that is my goal. And hopefully when I look up at the end of the year, it will be at 100,000 downloads per episode. Obviously, there are a lot of smaller subset goals that I do throughout the day that go into it, into that. That's the broad overarching look. The second thing is that I'm specific. I didn't say 100,000 downloads. I said 100,000 downloads by December 31st, 2021. 100,000 downloads per episode doesn't mean a lot if you don't give yourself a deadline. And with being specific, I want to aim higher. I want to aim 10 to 20% higher than I think I can achieve. So the reason is this. If I miss 100K and I get to 75K, that's still a huge fucking amount of growth. Yes, I'll be a little bit bummed out that I missed 100K, but that's not the point. The point is to grow. This is a growth goal. I want to, I have other goals that are more about the the process and putting out the best product that aren't necessarily number driven. When I'm talking about numbers, this is growth oriented. So if I miss 100K and I get to 75K, I may grow more than if I set my goal at 50K and I hit that in June or July. And then I take my foot off the gas because I think, oh, I hit my goal for the year already. I don't have to try as hard. So that's why I always I always think about, okay, what do I realistically think I'm going to end up at? Maybe 80, 85K an episode. Fuck it. Let's do 100K. If I miss it, yeah, sure. I didn't get 100K. Who gives a shit though? I, I got to 75. I got to 80. I got to 90. So aim 10 to 20% higher aiming 10 to 20% higher has helped me kind of push myself. I use that as motivation because just me knowing my nature, if I hit my goal halfway through the year, three quarters away through the year, I'm not going to be on my game as much. I want to be reaching. I want to be slightly uncomfortable. I want to be slightly for slightly further away from my goal where it's not so far away that it's overwhelming but it's within my grasp it's attainable and the last thing to remember is that the overarching goal is not the goal itself it's to get better at what you do and it's to grow the goal is not to hit a hundred thousand people that, that is the goal, but the reason I'm setting that goal is because I want to grow the podcast. So if I'm growing the podcast, that is a win. The goal is something that gives me a target, but that is not the end game. The end game is to put out the best product possible and grow, and hopefully those come together. Those go simultaneously. The better the podcast becomes, the more it will grow because more people will like the content. More people will get things out of it. And this all ties back to being richer. When you write down your goals, you're less likely to give up, which means you're going to have the same long-term goal for a longer period of time than the people who don't write down their goals. And then you're going to get better at that thing over 5, 10, 15 years. This study was 10 years, so it wasn't a year or two. It was 10 fucking years. It was a long time. And when you're really good at something, people pay you really well, like 10 times as well which is why the results of the study make so much sense. When you write down your goals, you're more likely to keep putting in the daily actions necessary to achieve those goals with those daily actions and with the adjustments to those daily actions based on the results, 
you get really fucking good at what you do. And when you're really fucking good at what you do and you grow and more people recognize that, you get paid really fucking well. And that is why you should write down your goals. So that is my challenge to you and a continuing challenge to myself because I never want to let up on this, even if I'm doing it now. I want to say this out loud. So, you know, five years from now, when I listen back to this and I say I, th- I knew it, I told other people to write down their goals, I can't stop because then that would make me a hypocrite. So challenge to you and challenge to myself is write down your goals, play around with what works for you. The most important thing is that you do it, that you write it down and that you take the actions and steps to achieve those goals. I like whiteboards a lot and I like journals. I I like journals and whiteboards. Those are two things that have worked well for me. I do it and I look at it and it's in my face. I wake up. I see it. I'm very visual. Maybe for you, it's more of an Excel sheet. Maybe maybe it's post-it notes. Maybe it's reminders on your phone. Whatever works for you. The most important thing is that you experiment and you do it. So that is my challenge, to figure out a way to write down your goals, to actually do it, and then then take the actions for the path that you've chosen to make those goals happen, to attach a habit to those goals, to record a podcast every day, to do a workout three times a week, to be and be specific as well. Do three assault bike workouts a week, do three lifts per week do three 45 minute lifts per week do three 45 minute lifts per week in the morning be specific with the habits with your goals and that is a recipe for success and becoming richer